So I get asked why I'm still with Keller Williams. I get calls, got one yesterday, another brokerage trying to recruit me. And I just said no. And I will say I've had to give it some thought this year. So I want to share with you what it means, at least to me, to be with Keller Williams. I joined Keller Williams in July of 2003. That was when people said, Keller who? We really weren't very big yet. It was the beginning of my career in real estate. I'm a recovering engineer and I moved from traveling all of the time and being gone to selling real estate. I really count myself lucky to have stumbled into this company from the start, but I don't really believe in luck. I think I was meant to be here. And I will say that I've considered a couple of times leaving, well, actually three times. And I'll tell you the stories and why I'm still here. In 2008, I got my broker's license. Most agents think that's your ticket to your own brokerage. I know I did. I even went to the extent of deciding on a name for my new company. And I'd done some research on what was involved, but then I took the classes. Thankfully, I had a great instructor. He taught the basics to get us past the test. But more importantly, he had us do the math. He had worksheets to do and exercises to help us count the cost of being your own broker. It's not cheap. At the end of the class, it was obvious to me the cost of staying at Keller Williams versus starting my own business was a lot less. It was a lot less dollar-wise, a lot less liability-wise, and stress, it was a lot less. So I'm still here. In 2010, the market was crashing all around us. Business was way off and money was tight. And if you were in real estate at the time, I'm sure you remember, our market didn't bottom out until 2012. And we were all struggling to succeed. I was doing short sales, helping buyers. And I was shocked to find out I was in the top 10 in my office. My team leader came by with a, an envelope and she said, congratulations. And I looked at it and it was number 10 in the office. And I just thought to myself, that's really sad because I knew how much money I'd made. But it was also my first year to go to Family Reunion. Keller Williams has an annual convention called Family Reunion. I'd been with KW for seven years, but I'd never gone. My team leader wanted the ALC to go. ALC is the Agents or Associates Leadership Council. And if you're in the top 20% of producing agents, you get an invitation to apply. And some are chosen to serve. And I was on the ALC. Like I said, money was very tight, but arrangements were made to allow me to go. And it changed my life. I really was thinking about the money. I was looking at how much it cost me to be at KW. But then I got to see our culture in action, to hear the stories and see the difference being at KW had made in an agent's life was refreshing. 
One story from that trip was around dinner one evening. We had an agent who'd been in real estate for 20 years, but he just joined the office and he was brand new to KW. His name's Bob. At dinner, we all started sharing the one thing we heard that day that made the biggest impact on us or our business. Bob was the last to go. And he said he'd never seen anything like what just happened. The open sharing, the willingness to give was overwhelming to him. He just never experienced anything like that in any company before. And to me, it felt completely normal, but it was a revelation to him. There's lots of stories like that. I can share experiences from family reunion and mega camp and other events that have molded my life and helped my career over the last 17 years. It's been life-changing for me. Recently, I looked hard at the cost of being in business with KW. This spring of 2020 was a time of reflection where I am and where I want to be. I even reached out to a couple of other companies and investigated fees and such. It's a season where I'm scaling back intentionally, so I needed to examine this. It started in 2019 for real, as I had to take a break to take care of my mom in her last weeks of life. My business slid towards zero because I had to commit to her 24-7. It was exactly where I needed to be, but it also caused a big crunch at the end of the year. As the year closed, I could see more business on the horizon and my cap reset in August. So I figured I had a year to make up my mind. As I write this, my cap has just reset and it's August, 2020. I'm still here. It's about being a part of something. Some companies have what I call a dependent model. It's the old way of doing things. The broker takes a big split, charges office fees and such, but in return, they give you leads and do some training, but the split never stops. The fees never stop. And it feels a bit one-sided in the transaction and it favors the broker financially. Then there's an independent model. This showed up maybe 50 years ago. The agent pays a split, maybe with a cap and some royalty fees, office fees and such, but they're mostly on their own. They're experienced, self-sufficient, don't need much in the way of help to keep their business going. But growth coaching and opportunities are not necessarily encouraged by the office as much. I think this is somewhat one-sided too, but it does favor the agent more than the dependent model. Then there's the interdependent model. In 1983, Gary Keller and Joe Williams started Keller Williams in Austin, Texas. I think there were others who've tried to copy the model. I've, I've seen different things. And even in the research I've done the last year, there's some things out there called revenue share. And I don't know, there, there's all kinds of stuff they're trying to do. But they lack major features that lead to long-term success. Like the independent model, there's a split with a cap, a royalty fee and an office fee. One difference that matters more than you might think is profit share. Approximately half of the owner's profit is shared with the agents who helped grow the company. 
This fosters an atmosphere of sharing and helping and teaching that I don't see in most companies. All the agents want all the agents to succeed. It's not a competition. We've always been known as a training company, teaching how to create a career worth having, a life worth living, and a business worth owning. Recently, we've shifted to a technology company. We're still training, but there's a big tech focus, and it makes a difference in how we do business, especially in the midst of this pandemic. KW Command is the core of this technology and includes a CRM, contract management, advertising management, and a whole lot more. It's, it is a robust system. Most agents retire or replace what they've been using in favor of command, and the cost is way less. It, it saves them money overall. So is KW perfect? Is KW for everyone? I'd say most who take the time to see what we offer, study the differences and weigh the advantages come to stay. Some leave because they see the money aspect is too much. I almost did. But then I measured the relationships, the training, the culture, and I decided I'm still here. I'll admit occasionally a KW agent will behave in a way we're not proud of. It happens. We're human, but when it happens, I've seen it handled in ways that dig into the reasons, try to understand what's behind it and helps to cure the real problem, not just ignore it or just treat the symptoms. This comes from what we refer to as culture. It's outlined in the Y4C2Ts. That's how we say it. But it's a list of things that we believe. And, and I'll summarize quickly that it's win-win or no deal. That's the W. I is integrity. Do the right thing. And then there's four Cs. Customers always come first. Commitment in all things. Communication, seek first to understand. Creativity, ideas before results. And then the T's, there's two of them. Teamwork, together everyone achieves more. Trust, starts with honesty. Success, that's results through people. Y4C2T's. It defines how we treat each other. It's about us. It's about us and how we treat each other within our company. It's how we resolve issues. And it carries into how we treat our clients and our vendors and our customers. That's why there's more to why I'm still here. But the point is not to measure just the dollars when figuring out where to be. Culture matters. Team leaders who care about the success of their agents management that cares about the well-being of their offices, corporate officers who live out the culture in front of us, God first, family second, business last. They mean it. It all adds up to more opportunities, more training, and more growth than either a dependent model or an independent model. You know, that's really the end of this little podcast, I guess. We'll keep it pretty short today. But I wanted to get started doing this again. And it just seemed to me that I needed to talk about Keller Williams because it's who I am 
it's who I'm with and it's who I choose to be with. And I don't plan on moving ever again or ever thinking about it. Even I, um, my business is changing a little bit. I'm going to focus more on my blog and, and on my podcast and do more of this to help encourage people, um, to answer questions, to teach how to work by referral from the beginning. Um, I just want to do that. And, and it's free. I'm not charging anything for this. Um, this is all for, for you guys. And it's just something I want to do for, for the next, I don't know how long we'll see. So that's all I've got to share right now. Um, come check out the website. I've launched a new one, a new URL. It's at jerrywrobertson.com. And you can come check out blogs and podcast posts will be here. Uh, might be some music. You never know what you're going to find. This pandemic has got us doing some things a little differently. And I'm writing things about encouragement and business and music that I like. And I'm just sharing different stuff. So come check it out. I appreciate your time listening. We'll be back.